Welcome to the Shelter Footycast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Tell you what, the Southern River Band boys, they're on tour at the moment. I've been seeing them palming up all over socials. You're on the Shelter Footy Cast. Get your big fan of the Southern River Band boys. I mean, they're, they're good value. You might have heard more of their music in the last uh, 12 to 18 months on this program, <laughs> this podcast, and anywhere else, uh, I reckon. No, they're very good operators and uh, nice to have them associated with our Shelter Footy Cast. What do you do? What, what do you listen to? No, like, been, what, like, you a, put it on, like, put a bit of music on. What is it? Uh, I'm quite varied with my music, really? to be honest. I'm happy to listen to some new stuff. Okay. And I say new stuff, stuff that's yeah. you know in the in the charts, obviously. Yeah, like, uh, like maybe like dice. I don't mind that. No, it's okay. Yeah. Well, like they're playing at they're playing at Shelter uh, coming up, Skeeter. They're playing there September twenty two, long weekend. Right, long weekend. Will, yes. will you be there or not? Probably not. I've got the Waffle Grand Final that weekend, but uh, dice actually that'll do. Do like that sound. Actually, okay. pretty good. And no, no I've got. I'm good. more varied than what you think. I know you, you're sort of there with the chili peppers doing your stuff, and I'm sort of more, <laughs> more reserved. I'm going to cold play with my girls this end of this year, which you know I can take or leave. But no, I'm, I think I'm pretty varied with my music. Very good. Shelter Footycast on socials. Make sure you give us a follow. Uh, you're listening or watching to this right now. Tell your mates. Give us a thumbs up. Do something with it. I don't know. We've got the bottle rough, uh, bottom up roughy of the week this week, Skater. We're, we were two from two last week. Which is uh, well, almost the first time. <laughs> History in the making. And you know what? It came, both of us just completely asked it. Oh, shock <laughs> and awe. Uh, start your footy weekend at Bottle Mart. Grab your shelters where Bottle Mart has you covered. Let's get straight into it. Some big stuff happened this week. I tell you what, plenty going on. Pl- plenty going on. Yep. Ashes over. Give me a quick summary. Done and dusted. Were you happy? Were you sad? Do we win? Do we lose? I've got PAS. <laughs> Post ashes syndrome. I don't know what the hell to do on a after midnight at the moment. I just like wake up and go, oh, go and watch cricket. It no, was bloody good. It was good. It was uh, tight, and I love the sledging on on Twitter. I can't remember four years ago it was this sort people of people going bananas. <laughs> people, Peter's Morgan, the bloke saying, you know, you cheats, and we we <laughs> well, we we had our live show down at the Paddo, and I got home, I was blind. Oh anyway, really? Yeah, oh, I should see. Uh, I jumped on Twitter. I started abusing Pierce Moore, saying, "We won, you lost, Pierce Moore. You're a twat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a bit of. Oh, I did that during the. That was part of my Ashes series of getting having too many perhaps on a Friday night, and then just uh, yeah, it was all good. It was a great series. Uh, unfortunately, we've got to wait two more years for it. Now, uh, let's get into footy. You've done it, mate. You I, have done it. You have retired Lance Franklin. All I by told your own. you. <laughs> I, all I'm trying to tell you is I've got a bit of a read on how things are going to play out. And ultimately, I was a few weeks out, but I was correct. <laughs> You're actually spot on. And I was incorrect. He did not kick 50 goals this <laughs> did year. did not play on. Wow. Yeah. So he's done a calf. He must have done a decent one. 
There's been a few calves to high-profile athletes this year, and uh, that's up there, isn't it? Because he was in the best players the week before against Fremantle. He was three good. goals, and he was good. But that mean, I, I think at the back of his mind, he always, oh, I assume he always <laughs> well, thought that have 20, you got a direct 20... line to Lance Franklin? <laughs> no, but I just thought, I thought, to be honest with you, last year he, he looked like he was just going. Started this year, it even solidified what I thought. You're right, he actually, his body, when he came back, the last sort of three or four weeks, you thought, hang on, there's a chance. And like what Rob over there, old son, saying he's going to play on possibly. So you're happy now? You're happy no, you're... I'm not happy at all. But I'm just trying, you can still be right, but not happy with the end results, Scoey. I mean, there's going to be things that you'll predict that aren't ideal, but that, that's the way it played out. Um, there's no farewell match. There's, it's a, such, such a limp way for a, a champion to go yeah, out. Yeah, I don't like it? that. Yeah, it is. We, we'd love to see him one final game, but we won't do that. Shannon Hearn, another retirement, huge retirement. I yeah, I, again, no, no, if we're talking about saying people being right, well, did I say Monday? No, no, I'm, no. I said he was retiring. Okay, well, let's go back four months ago when you said, I think he's good enough, he'll play on. And I said, I think a farewell match in round 24 against Adelaide would be... Now, we can go through the, the archives if you want. But you did get it right on to. Monday. When to. You got it right on Monday, but jeez, you're late to the party, brother. Okay. <laughs> so you, you've called... Where, where have you prophesied this? When have you done this? Hey, yeah, I've said, I've said, just like Josh Kennedy, he should pull the pin and, br- right. and have a farewell game. Now, I get a lot wrong, but I'm going to own the stuff I get right. If, in fact, in, if in fact uh, that... Oh, sorry, that, I know that's his last game, but if, in fact, there are other players considering retirement at the footy club, yep. do you think Shannon Hearn retiring would change any of that? You know, they, they don't want to Catalyst. get together or... Mate, either, either way, does it force a few hands that way? Or do you, if you're sort of 50-50 thinking... Oh, geez, I, want, I don't want to rain on Bungers Parade in the last game in Adelaide. No, yeah, well, I, I'm not sure about that. But you, you think of it, uh, Stuart Broad retires at 36 or whatever he is during the week. He walks out to bat for the last time with a 41-year-old who wants to play on. He, must, Jimmy Anderson must be going, oh, Jesus, am I, uh, am yes. I not reading the signals here? I wonder whether it's the same for the likes of, in different circumstances. Luke Shuey's age isn't so much a factor, it's his body. Nick Natanui... Body. Again, the body. So different. I think. I think Bunga. Um, I think it's the right call, and I really, you know, love seeing the, at the press conference so many people there from the club and the warmth that he was regarded in and the line that he came out with. It was so, so much of what sums up um, Shannon Hearn talking about the last game of Josh Kennedy kicked eight goals. What would you like? He said, you know, hopefully not eight kicked on me. That, that, <laughs> that was a, just his down, down to earth style, and uh, you know him so much better than than anyone. Yeah. on this podcast and he goes out as, as Adam Simpson said as one of the most respected figures ever at the club well I, you've just taken the words out of my mouth I think he's the most respected player in West Coast history now what, why so one the way he goes about it he's, he's incredibly humble he, he is no, no nonsense he's, he literally has not changed since day one now we've, we've ribbed him a little bit um, about his fashion <laughs> sense he came in day one I reckon wearing a white belt with Ugg boots and maybe some like ripped jeans and you know that sort of kit with double polo or something like that and he's changed it a little bit but really it hasn't changed too much I reckon he's still got the white belt in there but just he just um, what, what you see is what you get with Bunga and that's why he's respected and his consistency like as a player um, when you finish your career you, you want the respect of your teammates clearly but you get that by them knowing what you're going to get every week from you so you, you, Shannon Hearn in about his fifth game is producing pretty much what he does right now he was best on ground last week as a 36 year old not much has changed through his whole career where he doesn't play bad games and so I, I just think that 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 lifts you to respect levels above the superstars like he won't be in the conversation 
for the great Eagles of all time. He might not even get in the top 10 uh, best ever players, uh, would he? But, but, but that's an interesting conversation because mm. he is. When you say best players, do you mean talent-wise? You know, Ash Sampy was just like the most talented player that anyone's ever played with, but is he in there? I, I think he's... He's got to be... Man, he's the game's record holder. Yeah. No one's played more games. And off the back of that, you talk about... He's premiership captain. Talk about the, the, their value. I mean, John Worsfold, not the best player. No. West Coast by a long shot over their, over their journey. I think Shadow Hearn comfortably sits in the top five best players at West Coast. It's just how you, fr- just how you frame your thoughts about that. He, he is very much easily in the top five. He's a premiership captain. He's played the most games ever by the football club. He's never played a bad game in his life. Uh, he's just been a consistent pillar of... of, of of manhood and backmanship, he's just a he's my you know, my favourite player to have played with ever in my career. So you say that, but if you look at the ten best ever players in terms of talent, probably doesn't get in there. No, but you're saying the, the for, for the totality of what he brought to the club, as you said, Again, apart from the games, the character, it's how you define the, the work ethic, talent. Though yep. he's not he's not um, Lewis Jetta type kicks, but. Again, if you got the ball in Shannon Hearn's hand, you know it's hitting the target, yeah. <laughs> and it's going sixty meters, like not far off the ground. Okay, he, he was an incredibly talented player, but he, he put everything to use. Taught me how to be a professional. Taught me how to be a good bloke. You know, got what will he do? Fun. What will he do after this? So I asked him that on six PR on Monday. He uh, he's going to have a year off, so he's probably got some um, sheep to shear. Will he's he going, go home or yep, stay here? Yeah, he'll be going straight home to the farm. Mate, he, I would not be surprised. Uh, he'll do have a couple of drinks Sunday on the Monday on a flight back straight into the overalls, straight into a flannel, straight onto the farm on a quaddy. Like that, genuinely, that's what he does in off season. Will, will he come back here though to live? You yeah, say? I don't know. He's, yeah, yeah don't, don't know about that. But he said he's going to have a year off. He's he's, he's got great ambition to coach. Um, Didn't realise that. Yeah, so he wants to coach, and he'll be a great coach. Um, don't think he'd ever want to be a head coach. He no, actually he doesn't. It doesn't have that sort of demonstrative. Well, he seems like a, a bit of a. You don't, you don't mean to be de- demonstrative to be a head coach. No, but you've, 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 look again. You know him better than I. But he doesn't seem to be he's someone. A he's an educator. He's a teacher. A quiet. He is the uh, best uh, on-field tactical leader and player I've ever played with. He could pick up trends in games, in in game on the spot, change what we were doing before the coaches could get a message down. So when he's in the back line and the ball's moving too quickly and we can't defend behind it, he's already seen that. He's already told four blokes, we've already changed the way we're playing. The message had come out sometimes. It was hilarious. The message had come out, boys, um, we used to have like a couple of you know, set plays. Oh, hey, hey, boys, we're in we're in red time. And Bung would be like, yeah, we're already in it. Go, back you go. Or well, we need a wing back in, um, in to help cover. And there was already a winger there. He would do things before the coaches could, which sums him up as a tactical leader, and that sums him up as he'll be a good coach. Yeah, but not a head coach in your mind. No, he doesn't want to. And that's the thing with Bung. He doesn't, he doesn't overreach either. He just does what he knows he can do, and yep. and, and, and that's his strength. Now, uh, so well done, Shannon Hearn. Great career. Now, right. We're talking about you, things. We're talking you, about things we got right. Talking about things we got right. Yeah. You're calling me the Dacos deny, telling me I'm I'm, I'm cracking the shits and we well, have been. Yeah, telling me that I've you know I'm 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 off and blah blah blah. I said on Monday, just watch these two blokes. Everything they do is together. Why why do they need to do together? I, I opened my phone yesterday and what do I fucking see? Josh and Nick signing a fucking contract the same day. Why? Why are they doing this? Why do they do everything together? Yeah, I was I was underrated on what I was saying. I think I went overboard on the Monday Night Live show and I've brought it back just a little bit from there. Why do they need to do everything together? Do you reckon they get paid into the same bank account? 
No. Jen, Pete was down there. They're doing. I'm like, what? Why? What's happening? Is it, it, does, it, does it cause you angst? Yes. Why? Just do it by yourself, boys. Nick, sign. And then Josh, sign a little bit later or something. Why are you doing joint press conferences? Every time I see them on social media, after games, on Collingwood, every, they're together. And if the answer's their brothers, well, get stuffed. So you're... you're, you're oh, congratulations, Nick. So well, six Josh. years. Really good. Uh, how, how big was Josh Dacos's contract? I heard he was signed through till 2035. No, one of them's 29, one of them's 30, I think. <laughs> What do you mean? It's a seven-year deal. It's big. It's big. That's crazy. Well, well, we've seen uh, but Buddy, Alistair Lynch. They're, they're the, the the monster deals of ten. But what's a, what's an appropriate deal for two young blokes? Well, are, but why are we talking about two young blokes? How about we separate the two of them? Nick Dacos is going to win the Brownlow this year. Josh Dacos spoke about almost giving up football in his first couple of years at Collingwood, and he's had a great year this year. But that's it. Why are we talking them? Why are we talking about them as a group? Well, like, they're, they're different players. They are different players, but that's just the way they like to roll out. Like, like Nick has boosted Josh's level to to beyond what His Josh value. could do by himself. Okay, yeah. Can you disagree with that? No, no. Look, there's there's a marked difference between the players, and I do get it. But let me let me tell you this in brief and on a family perspective. My daughters went to the same school together. Your daughters are twins. Yes. And you reckon they got called Georgia and Olivia? No, they got called the twins. And the teachers, because they Do didn't want to separate, they used them. No, seriously, we didn't do it, but they used to just put them together and just call them the twins. And so that's, on a lower level, that is what happens with these blokes. I reckon they get grouped together, whether it's by their family or by the footy club or by us, the media. Which you're part Not of. Not by me. You're part of the Not media. Not by me. It's Josh and Nick to me. <laughs> Josh and Nick. The day cost a night is in full swing. <laughs> Seriously. And I would not be surprised if they signed the same contract. <laughs> Just signed on the dotted line next to each other. Seriously. Uh, the Squirrel Group. You want to talk about that? I did want to talk about the Squirrel Group. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of like in the background, but it hasn't really gone anywhere. This investigation the AFL's looking at, Dane Zorko, Took Miller, they've had a bit of a history together in Q clashes. Well, mm. again, on the weekend, this time it was uh, an interaction, a tackle. And there's no question, Dane Zorko reckons he said, he effing grabbed my nuts. That's what he said to on the, the umpire field. on yeah. the field. Now, I don't know if you've ever had that occur to you or you're uh, brave enough to say you've ever done it. I've definitely never done it. But what does the AFL do? If he's found guilty, Took Miller here, because hmm. clearly Dane Zorka asked the umpire to report him. He's gone on Melbourne Radio on SCN to say that this happened to himself. If the AFL comes to him and he says, yes, this happened, they're obliged to act. And if they act and he's found guilty, he deserves two to three weeks. You know how I sit on these things. I'm a very much play hard on the field. Yep. I, I don't like in any way what how Dane Zorko has gone about this. I, I, I hate it, in fact. If, if he's got such a significant problem with it, he could very easily get Turk Miller's number and give him a call and talk to him about it. This public um, dobbing and, and calling umpire, him out. What did the umpire investigate? So what let the umpires right? do that. What's Dane Zorko in the media? They, they, they wouldn't have seen. They wouldn't have seen. I don't has... care, mate. Give Turk Miller a call. Sort yourselves out behind closed doors. It's, it's, a, it's a dog act if you do that. Though. That's fine, though. Give him a call. Or Turk Miller, give him a call. What's this bullshit dobbing? It? Oh, he did this. He did that on the football field. That that's that's a worse act than screw gripping someone in my opinion. Really, absolutely, it's poor by Zorko. Do you, do you not say that? No, no. I, I think if if you do something of that ilk, or you spit on someone, okay. and, and the umpire doesn't see it, and you go, whose fault's that? Is that the umpire's fault? Umpires, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But by the same token, this is one I don't think because of the. Do you see the incident? So if someone spat on 
um, yeah. you or me. Yeah, yeah. And no, and the umpire saw it. We said he spat on me. The umpire said, "Get on with it." You, you think it's fair game Monday morning to go, oh, Mark, Mark Redding spat on me on the field. I don't like it. I, I want well, him suspended. If the bloke's not reporting, it's an average act. I don't know. Yeah, I know it's an average act. I'm not talking about so the you, act. I'm got, talking about the dealing with, of the but act. But if, if, if you go and tell the umpire, this bloke has just grabbed me on the on the don't like that. I don't like that at all. Hate it. I mean, what's, 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 what's that going to do? What's, what's, what, what's that going to do? Well, I don't uh, know. Other than... But you're, you're throwing this back on Zorko as opposed to if, if Miller's guilty, I think he deserves to get away. Absolutely, throwing it straight back on Zorko. I think he's handled it horrifically. Okay, well, we beg to differ, but the AFL sitting back and, okay, if he does get cited, what, is, what does he get? I don't know. It's it's pretty bad act. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably, you're probably right, two or three weeks. Yeah, anyway, the squirrel grip, it's back in uh, the headlines. <laughs> it's back in vogue. <laughs> Not exactly, uh, what is it? Uh, the NRL player... Who stuck the finger up the clacker? Opawati. Opawati. Give me something. Give me a. Know your role and shut your mouth. Uh, George, or is that? Will's, no, that was, that was Travis. Travis. Uh, Will Schofield. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't even need to listen to me speak that up. Who was it? You were talking about Hopawati. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had the finger up the. Uh, yep. Up the date. Up the date. West Coast and Fremantle, let's get into the West Australian side of things. Previewing around 21, Skate. Where has this year gone? Holy oh, it's shit. taking forever. NWL <laughs> footy. Essendon v West Coast. Can Eagles make it two in a row? Oh, yeah. Can that's, they? that's the question can we're they? asking. Now, well, let's, let's be a bit broader than that. And No, I don't think they can. Um, Shannon Hearn won't play. Shannon Hearn's not playing. He's been, I think he's going to play the Derby and, and round 24. That's the plan anyway. Uh, Eagles were good last week. Uh, you know, I, I, the North... Good Melbourne, right. North Melbourne uh, weren't exactly the, the the bar that you want to set yourself against. So, yeah, look, and Essendon's fallen off the cliff a bit, to be honest with you. Um, yep. They came back really well late. They've had some injuries, of course. Ridley uh, out for the rest of the season hasn't uh, helped their cause. Um, I spoke to Jordan Ridley during the week. And? Um, he's done for the season, he thinks. He's, yeah. he's trying to get back, but I think he's almost They've been done. brave. Six weeks ago, I thought they were playing finals. Yep. But unfortunately, the Bombers haven't been able to put it together. Uh, the Eagles, I, I, look, I think they just have to, once again, go over there and try and be competitive. Um, keep some big minutes into the likes of Elijah Hewitt. Give the, these kids an opportunity to, to expand on what they're doing. Campbell Chess is showing a bit back back half of the season. There's going to be a debutant, pick five from 2022. What's his name? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I no. Oh, I don't know how to say his name. From the so. Eagles? No, from Essendon. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. Elijah, Elijah Sitsas. Sitsas, is it? I don't know. T S A T A S. Sitsas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. don't know anything about him? Not a lot. He's, he's literally uh, behind Sheasel and Ashcroft, like the most touted player in this draft. Okay. Maybe Wardlaw. Yeah, no, I don't know. I okay. don't know anything Perfect. about him. You, Welcome to the Shutter Footy Cast. <laughs> <Are you jealous? laughs> he's picked five. Yeah, well, absolutely tell us. gun. Pendlebury vibes. Where's he from? Pendlebury vibes. What's he his, pl- what's he his plays background? plays at Essendon. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. <laughs> No, neither of us know anything about him. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, at least I'm honest. To, he's meant to be an absolute gun. That's okay. what I know about it. Anyway, Eagles, look, in, in essence, <laughs> let me just touch on this. Trevor Nisbet went on radio this morning on yes. we are talking about, and we're, look, we're thinking the Eagles can't get the job done here, but he has t- spoken, Nizzy, this morning about he's not standing down as CEO. He intends to see out his contract, which goes for one more year. He right. hasn't asked for a two-year uh, deal right. moving forward. He can categorically deny that. He's hopes that Adam Simpson will be coached next year, but of course that comes down to a, a board decision of which he's part of the board. Mm. Um, just going through some <laughs> of the funny. things I heard. Um, uh, Tom Barris yep. 
and Liam Ryan. He said both required players, but it'll yeah. take something extraordinary for that to change. Well, and you're not going to come out and say no, they're not required. Not. And that's what Ron O'Brien did yesterday. He said they're both required. If you are trading them, you're going to say they're the most required you, players you in the You want the value. You yeah. want some value. So that's, I'd take that for what it's worth, a bit of paper talk from Niz. Uh, so in essence, Nizzy, he's backed in Simo, talked about the, the injury. So not a lot except to say that he is not standing down as the mm. co- the CEO of the footy club. He thinks he's the best man for the job. First real public media thing mm. that he's done all year, really. Yeah, he's done a bit with the with the Eagles, no, you know, Tyson Beatty, no, but that's that's not no, it hasn't. Unfortunately, hasn't, no, no, I agree. That's, that's been hasn't quite gone through the pub test. That one, no, no. The, the, today was it's a bit of fluff. Yeah, but this was a bit more genuine for supporters to at least get their teeth into hearing something uh, that, that is relevant to the issues at stake. Alex Witherden, 100 games uh, across Brisbane and West Coast. Mason Redmond, 100 games. So who's winning it? Mason Redmond, of course, staying with the Bombers uh, after knocking back the free, free agency. Absolutely. Good to uh, see for a back. Yeah, he's very nice. Uh, Eagles, if they get within... Essendon are a dollar of five. Seven goals? Um, done no. well. uh, you think yeah. it'll be really ugly? No, it's not going to be. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I actually don't know. They're not going to win. I'm picking picking Essendon. Yeah, we're both picking Essendon. Fremantle v Brisbane at Optus Stadium Sunday Arvo. Can Brisbane win away from the Gabba? Now, this is the true test because Fremantle go to Geelong, massive win away from home. Can Fremantle come back to their home ground, Optus Stadium, which they haven't played that well out this year, to be frank? Yep. Uh, and. On the other flip side, can Brisbane make the tra- trip across to uh, the West Coast and play away from the Gabba? It's against a side that's not playing finals at this stage, um, have been inconsistent, and Brisbane are trying to set their you know, lofty goals of, of making top four. They lose to Gold Coast last week. It's an interesting matchup. Yeah, and you did call that, the, the Lions lost. So, um, yeah, that's... that's well, he- <laughs> We've spoken one day about the premiership credentials of Brisbane or the lack of them given what they've dished up away from home. But um, they've scored 92 points on average on the road away from home this year. And they've, they've still had a poor record, but they've, they've actually been quite productive. You on keep the road. saying how good they are away from home. No, we no, went no. Through Brisbane. Th- yes. No, no, no. Obviously, they were shot away from but home. But we went through the, the things and they've had a couple of big wins at Telstra Dome yeah, against yeah. Rank, ranked teams. And they played the no, good sides away from home. They don't no, good. no I, I get it. I, I totally get that. I was the one who was. Uh, filthy at the MCG form, and, and they they just haven't been able to get the job done there. But um, you still pick them though. Oh, well, put it this way: they've lost six of their last eight Fremantle against the Lions, and this is the home and away system, isn't it? Brisbane play Fremantle earlier this season, absolutely pants them up at the Gabba. Yep, remember that game? Um, kick a hundred points plus. But over here, you're going, oh, do we pick Brisbane? The home away setup always leads you to think. Can the home team get it done? I, I think the issues with Fremantle at the moment, um, the concerns, I guess, can Jackson continue playing that solo in the ruck? Brandon Cox likely to come back in. Ankle injury, almost done, which means Hamling probably misses out, goes back to the waffle. Um, talk that Cox might play an attack, but I think when you think Corbett kicked two against Geelong, Tracy and Amos both, I think, are, are being solidified in that forward line. I don't think... I think Cox will stay down back if he plays, but yeah, it's a. Unfortunately, it's too little, too late for the for the, for the Dockers. I think they can push Brisbane, but if if Brisbane's got any designs on top four finish, they've got to win this. I'm I'm thinking they don't skate. I can't go back on my um, chats about this. I can't pick them for a bottom up rough of the week because the uh, odds tell me mm. I can't do that. But 
I'm picking Fremantle, mate. I, I, I can't have Brizzy away from the Gabba. I, I'm just going to stick with it for the rest of the year. I don't think they're going to play well. Uh, Kidian Coleman is out with an eye. Uh, Oscar McInerney is in doubt. So that would be a big loss mm. for them. Darcy Ford has stepped up and played well in his place at stages. But um, they can't beat Gold Coast 20 minutes away from the Gabba. Over in Queensland, what says they beat Fremantle? You know, five-hour trip across the uh, Nullarbor. Yeah, no, that's fair. Who are you picking? I'm picking Brisbane to uh, to what more a team that can't play finals against a team that is won't play rapping. finals. No, they're not. No. They're not playing finals, Freo. No, I'm saying a team that can't play finals, right. as yes. in Fremantle. Sorry, sorry. I think it's a team that's scrapping for a team uh, a spot in the top four. They're going to get knocked out of top four. Probably not. They're six. They're six points clear of uh, at GWS. But there's a big difference between finishing say fourth and yep second and, and, and second. Yeah, because they won't get their home prelim. Totally. Uh, home home qualifying. Uh, let's get into the rest of the round, Skater. Western Bulldogs v. Richmond. Friday night. This is a good game. Uh, Richmond still sort of scrapping around there in the uh, bottom part of the uh, top eight. No, they're 11th uh, on 38 points, equal with Sydney and Geelong. Sydney, Sydney are making some sort of run um, to make finals, which is just ridiculous. How do we see this? Alex Keith's out with concussion. Um, as a as a tall back for the Bulldogs, Josh Bruce did his ACL last week. Yeah, that's massive, week. isn't it? Twelve months, and is that almost might be career over? I know, I know you mentioned it's his second, it's his second one. I know you mentioned how highly I think you said how yep. highly you rated him on Monday. Yeah, once they had those those injuries, I mean they they led quite comfortably at half time against the Giants and and really fell away. So um, they will yeah. they will get Liam Jones back to cover those injuries this week. Yep. So that that's that's significant. Uh, Richmond's record at. Marvel isn't great. I think they lost five of their past six. So, Have they? Yeah, I think the Dogs are far... Even though they beat Richmond at the MCG in a pretty good game earlier this year, I remember the rain came and I think Richmond kicked seven or eight goals in the third quarter to arrest momentum and hit the front. But now the Bulldogs, I still think the Bulldogs midfield probably just shades what what Richmond can come up with. There's no hard wick at the helm telling everyone how much he hates playing at the ground, so maybe they change their attitude a little bit. They have been really poor at the ground. Jaden Short plays his 150th game. Must-win game for the Bulldogs, basically. It's a must-win for both teams. These two are right on the precipice of that. Probably the last three spots in the eight that are going to be up for grabs. So this is a massive, massive, massive game. I think the Western Bulldogs win it, um, purely on the fact of, sounds silly, but talent. I, I just keep going back to their potential. They potentially should be one of the best sides in the competition this year, given their midfield, given their forward line stars that are developing. Eugle Hagen, very good. And Aaron Norton, one of the best in the business when he's up and going. I, I, I just think they beat Richmond for, for sheer numbers. Yeah, I don't disagree. I've, I'm tipping the dogs here. Um, Tim English still is the, the, the guy who can set them going with uh, Libba, with Bont. They've got enough mids to... I think, you're right, I, I think they should be higher up on the ladder given their talent. I've seen the best of the Bulldogs this year, seen the worst. Rory Lobb is one player I'm interested to see where he uh, ends up in He's terms lost. of playing He's at the end of the season, whether, whether he can keep his place. You can't it. put him back. No. Like, he's not a backman. And they, they loaded up on their tools, didn't they, tall forwards? I mean, Sam Darcy's also one that they've had emerging Correct. coming through. And the only reason Josh Bruce was playing back is because they had Darcy, mm. Lobb, Norton, Eugle Hagen. Yeah, so it's a strange setup at the Dogs. But, yeah, I'm, I, I'm tipping them to win Friday night uh, at, against the Tigers. Same. Adelaide v Gold Coast. Adelaide Oval. Gold Coast off of a, a massive win against Brisbane. People have said it's their best win ever. Really? Oh, I don't know. Oh, was a people, people, I didn't say it, but people have. Uh, Jordan Butts is out as one of those key defenders they've lost in the past 
few weeks, uh, Adelaide, so that's not great. Josh Rochelle returned from suspension, so he's a big in, given Isaac Rankin's out. So Josh Rochelle and Isaac Rankin, they play this tag team in the middle and they do um, swap a lot. And so they've missed that rotation with Isaac Rankin doing his hamstring uh, a couple of weeks back and Josh Rochelle being out with suspension. So he'll be back and big. And my Coleman medalist, Tex Walker, how many is going to kick on this mob, eh? Hey, six back. Oh, I think he's making a little run here. Makes a little push. I think he beats Charlie Kernow in goals this weekend. Who's he? Well, who Sammy gets a Collins. matchup? Is Sammy, it? Sammy Collins. Collins. Who's a very good player. Yes, yeah, I'm saying he's got some some opposition this week that you shouldn't discount. Uh, the record of Gold Coast that Adelaide Oval is not great. Zero from eleven. Wow. Zero from eleven. I've just they've double never checked won <laughs> against Adelaide. Well, I, I'm not sure they've won in there ever. Gold Coast have never won at the Adelaide Oval in eleven attempts. Uh, they lost by thirty three points to Port in round uh, seventeen. That doesn't bode well. Doesn't bode well. Bode well is a very good uh, two words to put together. There does not bode well um, for the, the, who are we picking? Adelaide. Then. I think Adelaide. Yeah, Rochelle comes back in. Tex is in good form. How many kick? Tex. Uh, four. Oh, four. Four. That's yeah. a big game. What's well, a decent game? You've got him winning the Coleman, so he's got to be doing something soon. <laughs> uh, what are you telling me? Tex is going to dominate. <laughs> Seriously, you had him a Monty to win the, the Coleman. I said four, and you almost fell off your chair. Hawthorne <laughs> v. Collingwood. I'm picking Adelaide as well. Yeah. I, I, just, I think we... Oh, I've got to look for a bottom-up roughie of the week here. Oh, <laughs> good. I like when this happens, because Skeeter makes something up. <laughs> you idiot. Adelaide. I just think they absolutely dominate Gold Coast. Gold Coast... They're inconsistent at yeah, best. You reckon Brisbane can't play away from home? Hawthorne v Collingwood. They've never won at Adelaide Oval. That's a very good start. Hawthorne v Collingwood, uh, MCG Saturday. Do Collingwood uh, bounce back from their loss last week? Um, uh, it, it, it was a... Uh, well, not that it was always going to happen, what happened to Collingwood last week, but it was... It was the writing was on the wall a little bit, given the emotion that was put into the week before against Port Adelaide. Both teams went through a bit of a flat spot, didn't they? And given that Carlton are up and about and flying, they, they, you can't take credit away from them. They've been, they've, they're absolutely flying. As we touched on off the top, the, the Dacos brothers the, resigned. Sorry, that'll, that'll buoy them. That'll actually lift the whole oh, club, man, I reckon. You'd hope so, seriously. <laughs> Bloody hell. Nick and Josh Dacos re-signed. Not the Dacos brothers. Nick re-signed, yeah. and then Josh re-signed. They're different contracts. They're different contracts. We're going to make the start of the show, we? How about we do a joint press conference with them both? Yeah, okay. We're going to keep rolling here. But Seriously. We did this. Wait until they make finals, mate. You just, just, just do me a favour, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Just, just, just mark my words. Right? Just, do a joint press conference. Just mark them as I've said them. Just watch when you see those blokes, how often they are together. They might they be clo- yeah, here, here's something that might blow you away. They might actually be close friends and, and close relatives. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't I don't care. I'm sick of it. Clearly that. Mason Cox, do we persist with him at Collingwood or is he getting the flick and they go a little bit smaller with an Ash Johnson? Not not as a not Oh, you mean he's just signed a new contract. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, his spot is well and truly up yep. for grabs right now. They've they've got some guys that can come and play week. those roles. Yeah. And he's he's had a, a few in a row. I just wonder if the mix of their team you know, doesn't support a, a player who has three touches last week, seven hit outs. He's not impacting as a ruckman, not impacting as a forward. Maybe they just double down on the forward impact and, and, and let Darcy Cameron go to work in the middle of the ground. Yeah, I think it's a good shout. Uh, Hawthorne, by the way, uh, so poor against St Kilda in the first quarter last week. They gave up nine goals. As you said, Sam Mitchell gave them an absolute roasting. It was good. And, and fair enough. Uh, can you believe this? Uh, over... 
the last six matches between these sides. Hawthorne has won four. I did say that. That's uh, interesting. So um, they've got, not saying Collingwood's measure, but they certainly know how to play them well. James Sicily loves playing at the MCG, had 25 or more disposals in four of his five games here this year. So he's very important to have in the lineup. As you mentioned, some pressure on, on Cox at Collingwood. I think there's a bounce back factor for the Magpies here. In fact, the loss that they had that will do them no harm whatsoever. I mean, I, I think I said before, just having a little blip or so before the end of the home and away season, I don't think it's a, an issue, particularly when you're in Collingwood's position. I know you don't rate them as absolute locks to make the grand final because of their the way they play uh, and the pressure when it goes on them. You're not convinced that they're going to be able to st- withstand it in September. Yes. But I, I still think they're, they're going super. They're I was going really well. very close to calling this my Bottlemart Ruffier of the week just then, Skeeter. But I just think the way Hawthorne plays, unfortunately opens itself up to Collingwood's side of their game that dominates. Hawthorne like to rebound and run off half-back as well. So I think it's going to be this rebounding nature. They haven't notoriously over the last 12 months under Sam Mitchell been known for a high-pressure team. And and Carlton have showed that's how you beat Collingwood. If Collingwood want to run and gun off the half-back line, you need to put elite pressure so they turn it over before they make you look silly. This game's going to be a slingshot game up and back, and I don't think... Hawthorne have the firepower to go with Collingwood. I'm going to pick them, but I was very close to pulling the trigger on the bottom mark roughly the week. So if Hawthorne do win, I'll say that I told you so. I'm tipping Collingwood, and I've just had a look. I'm going to have real trouble finding a bottom mark roughly of the week between here and the end of the match. Might have to get creative, Skeeter. <laughs> I'll have, I to, yeah. might. have to be very creative. I just had a look, look before as well. We're That's cooks. why I was going to go Hawthorne. <laughs> we had Cooks. Geelong v Port Adelaide at Cadinia Park. Um... Big Not too often Geelong lose at home. So no, lost and, last week. and the changes for both teams are really significant with Hawkins uh, got the, the hammy. Uh, is it Blixarves? Blixarves hamstring. hamstring. And of course, Aaliyah Aaliyah has yes. finally, after about uh, four days, has entered the protocols for concussion. I mean, I'm actually, I actually feel a little vindicated with our chat on Monday about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Jeez, well. It's a vindication show today, isn't it? The Dacos boys, uh, Franklin out and about. What else? Well, Shannon Hearn retiring. You know, we've got a, we've got that four right and about 775 <laughs> wrong over the journey. <laughs> so Logie Jones and Ali are both out. Tom Jonas, their captain, will make their way back into the team. Finally. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, and uh, Willie Rioli be back too. Yeah. You can't classify this as a bottom-up roughly, but this is a game I think Port can win. They're, f- uh, oh, yeah. they're not favourites. They're not favourites. Geelong always favourites at, at Geelong. But this is... I'll, I'll, if you want to pick Port Adelaide, I'll give you a bottom-up rough here if you like. Oh, well, I think this is one, you know, they're 240. So they're a bit shorter than what we normally go for, but... You yeah. want to pick them? Oh, well, yeah, for the bottom-up rough absolutely. Right. Yeah, I think they're... they're they're one of those sides that you know, they've had three losses in a row. Mm. I mean, their their grip on the top two. Has Port lost three in a row? Yeah, I think if you look Carlton, right. Collingwood, yeah. Adelaide. Wow. So that's a, a significant dip in form. It's it's gone from a blip to a, a pothole, really. Mm. Um, you don't want to be dropping four in a row with the finals around the corner, particularly with ladder positions, etc. So no, um, yeah, I, I think despite the, the difficulties of playing at Geelong, you know the response the Cats will give. I, mm. This is a, a gettable game, I think, for Paul. I'll give it to you. Bottom art, roughly the week. Skeeter's got it. Get your bottom arts. They'll sort you out. Get your bottom arts. Get your shelters down at bottom art. They'll sort you out. No worries. At GWS v Sydney Giant Stadium. Battle of the Bridge. One of the great rivalries in footy. It's actually been very good. Uh, there have no, been some good games. It actually has. Fair. In fact, if we're going to have a shot at the... The Battle of the Bridge, it's made the derbies. Our derbies have been junk crap. But I reckon we could have a good one coming up. Yeah, but, but this is... These, the these Giants two won sides, by one point last time around. Yeah, these two sides, I'm saying, actually, 
Um, there's a bit of niggle there as well, and I reckon this this match between two sides, Giants, we know how well they're playing. Adam Kingsley, he might not be coach of the year, but he's got to be a podium finish at this stage. If we would stop the counting now, they've, he's, he's right, podium they've, finish. They've won seven in a row. Outstanding. The, the players the players do pick him, but the coach certainly has an, a massive uh, influence on the captain. Yep. So he's appointed Toby Green as solo captain. He, he, he would have done that. And... and as much as you'll hear players talk about the players' vote and the board has to tick it off, the the coach players. the coach need, the, the players vote, but then the coach decides. That's how it works. Yeah, but if, if you're if if ninety five percent of the players, yeah, you're not going to go against. You're it. not going to go against. But it. they had joint captains last year. Yeah, true. And and he's come in and gone right. We need a leader. So I I think Toby Green is just the perfect example of you give someone a leadership position, and some people don't go well under it, and some thrive, and he's thrived. Like his year. It's just it's been incredible. Not a little little tickle on him. Yeah, for no, why wouldn't you? Brownlow Mel. Yeah, I mean it'd be a, a double tickle. figure odds. Uh he was when I bet on him. He was yeah. hundred and one to one about six weeks ago. Now we've mentioned Collingwood's in record the in the last quarters this year. Well yes. they've won matches, the Giants, five times when trailing at three quarter time. So that's a that's not just a uh, that's not just a coincidence. That mm. that shows a side that's either ex- extremely fit. Um, well drilled, and the self belief is in early stages of Adam Kingsley's coaching tenure is really good. Lance Franklin out, Dane Rampy out. I mean, that, that either end of the ground, they're, they're two big senior players. Particularly Rampy. I know Buddy was starting to find some form, but Rampy's. Jeez, you hate Buddy. No, I love Buddy, but he's just. You know what? I'll tell you who this will benefit. In the you know, although I'm sure he'd love to have played a bit more than Logan McDonald. Yeah. I think he's looked looked better when Buddy hasn't been in, in the yeah. in the team just to allow him that, that ownership. Just be careful what you wish for there though, Skate, because you're still gonna play your best defender yeah, on course. Lance Franklin, right? So yep. against Fremantle, Alex Pierce goes to Lance Franklin, not Logan McCall. Yep. So I, I, I agree with you. Long t- yeah, I think I, I agree, but I think Sydney are very happy if Logan McDonald just looks a little bit, you know, behind Buddy that that's okay because you can get the you know, you don't you don't want to start getting the best defender every week and be underdeveloped. Because then your confidence gets shot and you don't get the chance to take that leap. Like Lance Franklin, when he was at Hawthorne, he had, he had a Jared Ruffhead with him. Yeah. And, and they probably worked well, in that's a, And then who have they got at City? Is it, is it a Marty who's not quite in that category yet? In fact, they don't have anyone. So that's where Logan McDonald becomes. Uh, that's why they're knocking on Tom Brass's door, even though he's at the other end of the ground, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Giants, uh, like you said, seven game winning streak. I'm picking them. You picking City? Yeah, I'm, I'm on with the, those outs for Mark. Yeah, for Giants. I like them. Uh, they're playing this game at Giant Stadium, I think. So that that's just a little one. That, that anyway, uh, these games have been terrific. I expect this to be no different. Is this a, a five twenty five Saturday night game? Uh, five thirty actually. Five thirty. Anyway, that, so it's in that that nice sweet time spot. As I'm sitting back watching, uh, I'll actually be at the rugby league that night. But yeah, so I'll see there. Oh, you're going? Yeah. Oh, what sweet are you in? What's I'm, the, I'm what, in the victory lounge. Oh, hang that's on. A, that's, that doesn't sound I cheap. Actually, I actually promote rugby league. You, do you know, do you follow rugby league? Yeah, been chatting to Sacco all week. <laughs> do you know <laughs> no, what I'm doing tomorrow morning? I'm playing in a touch rugby you game. Rugby. They say it's touch, it's rugby league. It's rugby. rugby. No, it's not rugby. Oh, well, it'd be, so. good, it'd be good when I MC the event afterwards and I'll call it rugby. Yeah, you no, know, it's, don't call it rugby. Call it NRL or league because you'll get absolutely smashed by the league geese. Looking forward to playing in the touch rugby game. <laughs> don't say rugby for Christ's sake. <laughs> Well, and my wife says she goes. We're going to the rugby on Saturday. Are you coming no. down to that tomorrow morning? No, I'm doing breakfast radio. I've got I've got things to do, Scoey. And I, you oh. know what? Imagine yeah, this. Sitting around doing Imagine this. All, Lion. Yeah. That's Imagine this. Lion, Kerr, Franklin, and Reddings. All I'd do my calf. It would be absolute moral. <laughs> I just love to see it. So I don't know where it's in down Optus Stadium somewhere. Yeah, Is it on Optus Stadium? You'll be fine. Yeah, oh, absolutely. If you do a hamstring. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be best on ground. 
Can you just record if he does a hamstring? I'm not saying can, I want him to do it, but Jaden, Skate would like you to record what we're talking about right now. What do you think these microphones are doing? What do you think they're doing? Just can you please just record him playing tomorrow? Because if he does any ailment, oh, okay. we need to record it for prosperity. North Melbourne v Melbourne. What if I get best on ground? North Melbourne v best Melbourne. Best on ground, yeah. There, there's a prize. I read I read the run sheet before. There's a prize of best on ground. I'm going for it. I look forward. Well, you're gonna pass the ball backwards, you know that. If I <laughs> Yeah, what a shit sport. Oh, what? What's a shit sport? No, it's a great sport. We love it. We love uh, rugby league. Yes. Uh, if I win the best on ground, I'm bringing it in and you need to bring your Logie back because I thought you were leaving it there. Oh, yeah. What? For, what, 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 what what's going to happen here? What are we going to steal it? No, I just, you know, it's, it's a protected little I know. item that I've got. So if I win the yeah. best on ground medal, you're bringing it back in and we're hanging the medal over its head <laughs> for the Monday episode. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. North Melbourne v Melbourne, 11 Plunstone Arena. This is where they. With the good games down at Hobart, <laughs> I'm just reading the run sheet. Got a uh, my my nephew Riley. Big shout out to Riley. He's jumped on board to do some run sheets for us. His first note says bloodbath, <laughs> and I'll back him up. A loss against Melbourne will make it 18 in a row for the Kangaroos. Their third worst consecutive loss streak in the history of the club. They so, gave everything last week. They gave everything. They? That. Oh, they ga- they gave you everything. I reckon they gave zero in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. I reckon they gave zero in the third quarter, and they had a crack in quarters two. But that's and four. as good as they've got. So they gave everything. Nah. They don't have anything better than that. Well, they're, they're, they're no good. They're no good. No, hundred percent agree. But when they played deep, maybe when they were having a crack, the mm. Eagles went to sleep, which means they're seventeenth and eighteenth. So that's what we we saw. Two sides yep. that can't string four quarters together. So yeah, I can't see how that, that changes. Look, the only reason this margin mightn't go completely pear shaped for them is it's being played in Tassie and, and, and Melbourne may not, you know, have that sort of eye of the tiger um, about them. Harrison Petty, six goals last week. Dow defender goes forward, goes, how easy is this? Kick it through. Do they keep him forward, do you reckon, Melbourne? Uh, I, reckon you, I reckon you would, honestly. Yeah, well, Against North Melbourne, there's not much to risk. If he goes back and does it again, you're like, well, shit, maybe we've got well, something here. Exactly. You might be trying to find that An option for September as opposed to Correct. maybe right now. But you give them... Give him another look and see if he can back it up. You're right, because when you think of it, Ben Brown's still not... You know, there's still something I think they're not 100% comfortable with Brown in attack. Uh, they're tall forwards. Well, they're almost non-existent, aren't they, for Melbourne? Fritch is you know, not exactly your, your key forwarder. Who correct. have they got? Yeah, as correct. A, I mean, uh, Wiedemann hasn't... No, he hasn't fired. Hang on, he's ben Wiedemann's Brown, in Melbourne, ben, isn't he? No, ben, Wiedemann's at Essendon now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, correct. So he hasn't played well for Melbourne this year. <laughs> 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 At least I ping myself up. They don't have who are their tall forwards. Yeah, Ben Apart Brown's been in and out. Um, Van Royen. Like well, Van Royen's the the kid yeah. that's going to hopefully. Yeah. But you know, you're not going. Like Melksham sort of plays high and t- you know, tall and small, but can't get it done. Yeah, you give Petty. Yeah, I reckon that they, they, they have to basically because Grundy hasn't stood up as a forward. I don't. The way Max Gorn played last week, had thirty something touches and forty eight outs or something. Yep. You, you're just not going to you're not going to stuff around with that. No. He's your best player, we, and your captain. You have to just unfortunately. Feelings aside, you, you just got to let him roll. And with about a, a month or so before the finals, I think they've got to not saying have to have locked and loaded with the team they've got, but I think they'd like to. Yeah, Clayton Oliver, can you just give me an update uh, on on where he's at? Because is he if he's done a hamstring to this degree, it sounds like a tendon, but obviously it's not because he hasn't had surgery. Yeah, so I well I can't give you an update. I have no idea, but it. I mean, the only way it goes like this is a reoccurrence. Just, just keep doing it, keep doing training. it, keep doing it. And you're just about to come back, and then you do it again. That must have happened, surely. Hat off. Yeah. So we haven't seen or heard anything. Are uh, we chipping Melbourne here, by the way? Oh yes, absolutely. So that How many is games the, left. There's one game left. <laughs> At 
least you're a pickle, young man. <laughs> you're completely cooked here. Where are we going? This is brilliant because you gave me you gave me a chop I out. I did. So don't laugh too hard over there. Chuckles. Secure <laughs> v Carlton. Oh yeah. Uh, One twenty. Look, I'll just say off the top, I'm picking St Kilda because they're not the favourites. My bottom art rough here of the week. <laughs> and I'll tell you why they're going to win. <laughs> this is bullshit. Uh, the Blues have won six in a row. I think they're, they're due. I think they've won themselves out. Yeah, I think they're due for a loss. I think um, Adam Chera out. It's another injury they've got in their midfield. He's been injured a couple of times this year, or a few times this year. He has. Um, Max King has been rumoured, I believe he is playing. I'm actually talking myself into this. I think St Kilda are a chance. They're, I mean, they're, 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 their top four chances are slim. Their finals hopes are well and truly alive. They're sixth, fifth, Mate, fifth on the ladder. They're fifth, they're fifth on the table. And with, with all due respect to Ross Lyon, that, that's an outstanding achievement from, from him. If you said at the start of the season, the injuries... Uh, their style of play, which is, mate, they, they, if you're looking at the teams inside the top eight that you yes. want to play, yes. if you're in there, yes. St Kilda's at the top of the list. But they, you know, they're in fifth spot. Now, you don't, as I say, the ladder doesn't lie. Um, they were very good against Hawthorne early. Um, Hawks sort of worked their way back into it. But no, I'm not sure if Bradley Hill comes back into the side this week. Oh, probably a question mark on that. Yeah. He's important to them. But um, I'd be more comfortable if I was Carlton if this game was at. At Mar at uh, MCG, it's at Marvel, yeah. and the Saints play a lot better there, so it does give a bit more credence to your bottom mark, Ruffy. I think secure to win. Uh, I actually, I don't, they're not even Ruffy for me. I, th I think they win after all of that. I think Carlton have been up and about too long. They just need a little loss before finals. They'll lose and then bounce back. St Kilda win. Yeah, just because it's your Ruffy, I'm going to go for Carlton just to <laughs> hopefully uh, just put that in the bin. But I, I actually I do like your theory because at Carlton. Uh, they they would have given, given themselves such a build up to last week's game against Collingwood. Got a lot of injuries. Um, they've got a few injuries. Um, they're playing good footy. Yep. But yeah, St Kilda. Um, maybe they've gone through their little trough, you know, against the Gold Coast. Yes. They were poor, etc. So maybe this is the the start of their their rise again. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shelter Footy Cast. Let's get into some listener questions. Skeeter, Danny Womack. No question here. Skeet was right about Buddy retiring. Well done, mate. So there we go. Thank Are you, you happy with that? Womack and Womack. You know, that's a, that was a musical uh, group going back in the 80s. Thank you very much. At the Baby Lemonade 2868. <laughs> Hi, Scoey and Skeeter. I can't believe you boys had no faith the Eagles would beat North Melbourne. Disappointing, boys. Ha, 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 ha. They won by a kick, and uh, they're very your lucky. Front foot, your front footing, baby lemonade. No, baby lemonade. Well, I didn't think they. I didn't tip them. So, um, did you? Or not? I don't know. I picked North. Yeah, I put it this way: we were we went horribly wrong, and we wouldn't have been horribly right if we'd been. North should have won that. They had two shots in the last two minutes that yeah. should have been goals, and then we don't know what would have happened. Anyway, it was a good result for footy. So, well done to our correspondent. Baby Lemonade. Baby Lemonade. 77, Simon Holmes. If the AFL is serious about concussion um, uh, and protecting players, which they say they are, they have to sanction Port for what happened on the weekend. For Frio, they're absolutely trolling their fans, saving, uh, saving that effort for when it's too late for them to make finals. For West Coast, uh, surely Shuey retires and Hearn plays one more. Shuey can't stay on the park for more than a few weeks without pinging a hammy and all that scar tissue is only getting mean and it keeps getting them done. Hearn's performance uh, on the weekend showed he's still got it, even if he has to be managed during the season. Well, That's, it's like one of my tweets during the Ashes. It's not quite, that, you know, that aged well, someone says to me. Well, Shannon Hearn, you've got that one wrong. What about Freo trolling their fans, the performance at Geelong? Well, we, we, we've hoped for that this year and haven't given it. So I, I get what correct. he's saying. I get what he's saying because you you look at Fremantle, you, you see the performance against Melbourne. Uh, they're going to probably finish close to top four. You see what they've done against the running premiers. 
and then you've seen some of the stuff that's been dished up, particularly I thought the game against Carlton was almost their low point of the season, albeit yep. Carlton was starting to play good footy. Yeah, I can understand the frustration of Frio fans because their best is still, um, put it this way, their best is, they should be, I think, in St Kilda's position. Yes. That's my that's my overall read of things. That first match of the year, they lost that. They lost to North Melbourne mm-hmm. here as well. Yep. Oh, at home. At home. You see some of the crap that North's delivered and you think, wow, Fremantle lost their chance of playing finals. Not lost, but they, they're playing catch-up from the get-go. When you, when you lose two off the bat, like the stats say, you don't, it's very unlikely you make finals. Um, and that's held true this year as well for most of the teams that started at that level. Uh, Port Adelaide, are they getting sanctioned? For- I haven't heard that they are. I know that I know Leah is out for this week, but it's interesting to see the AFL, to my knowledge, hasn't a please ex- maybe there's been a please explain and they've done correspondence. I did see that. I just haven't seen a sanction come no, out. So we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. And another one that's not in that correspondence, but just a bit of a whip around of things that we miss. Gold Coast. Damien Harwick, apparently there's a five-year deal on the, on the table. Not just that. Mark Evans, the CEO. Now, I would have thought, given that he's on a European vacation, if he comes back in two or three weeks, you could sit down and have a face-to-face. Mark Evans has gone to Milan. He's gone to Italy to conduct the face-to-face interview. Now, telling me, you can't tell that. me that this could not have been done in a more uh, cost-effective manner. FaceTime him. <laughs> FaceTime, mate, let's catch up when you get back to uh, Melbourne. I'll come and see you down at uh, Albert Park or something. No, no, I'll fly... And join you, uh, not uh, what have what I've learnt from this is not in Malvern. I'll Mark, go to I'll go to Milan to see you. Mark Evans may be smarter than he comes across. Oh, oh you're you're in. Oh, it, you say Italy. Oh, well, I'm going to have to come over and say <laughs> two weeks. You say five year deal. Uh, we know the dollar's going to be huge. We know there might be an ambassadorial element of that. What's that? Well, I just to promote the, to promote the game in Queensland, which oh, Jesus Christ! Which is, but here, in all seriousness, my question in short: just get a good coach and run your football club properly. How about that, Gold Coast? How about how about maybe do that? How does a coach like Damien Harwick, good as good idea. as he's been, say he's burnt out in what June or wherever it was? It's furphy. And then he's two lying. months later, he's lying. He's essentially he's lying. And money talks, Kate. Yeah, I, I, he's been he's been hit up. That's why I'm concerned about the the motive for him going up to the Gold Coast. Is it just dollars? Well, Just dollars? I think he's been hit up. He's been tapped to the shoulder. The, the way I read it, and this could be completely wrong, do not take any of this from for truth. Yep. Uh, someone said, reckoning you can coach Gold Coast next year. He's thought about it, going, yep. Do I want to go straight from the last game of Richmond, yep. the, the, the season, the game reviews, I have a send-off at Richmond, I'm straight into list management for Gold Coast. Like, you're straight into it. There's mm. no break. Yep. Another five years. So he is burnt out, that's true, but he just needed the break now before the season ended. He wanted to go on travel. He wanted to go and do that because he knows once he get back to Gold Coast, he needs to be full invested for five You know what? I don't often say this to you, but I reckon you're 100% right. Your beauty. It is vindication day today. It's absolutely beautiful stuff. Let's go to one last question. Daniel Jeffrey writes in, maybe clubs should be allowed to have a second sub specifically for concussion-related incidents. Let's say if those two hit each other with a friendly fire on the weekend, they both need to go out. The club can get two players to replace them. Would only work for concussions specifically, um, which would need to be assessed by a third-party doctor, not regular <laughs> injuries. I'm saying this because from a coach's perspective, losing two players at once in a tough uh, tough game like that is pretty much just losing the match if the players are good players. There's a lot of... Uh Changes if required there. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm not one of those that always says, you know, 
bad luck if you if that's footy. You lose two players, but that, it's a pretty rare occurrence that you do lose two players to mm. concussion, isn't it? Um, you know, I'm concerned about this happening in a prelim final for me because what happens then? You know, you miss a GF, and I, I, I've always stood by the fact I reckon a, a week between prelim and grand finals a way to go, but. The independent doctor, we know you've banged on about this at the start of the week. I think oh, it's... I just made... This is my opinion. Yeah, no, but it's, a, it's, it's one that makes common sense, but also it doesn't seem the AFL at this stage, given what's happened with the Aaliyah or Aaliyah, it hasn't been... The AFL hasn't come out and said this is going to precipitate a yeah. change in their, their rules and the guidelines with, with club doctors. So I'm not sure we're going to see a change anytime soon. The... The one that I think about sometimes is back in the day when they had, and this wasn't by design, but coaches used to not interchange players. So you had four players sitting on the bench, but, and I'm talking a fair way back, right, in the 80s, maybe 90s for a bit. You'd have the 18 out there going head to head, and it was sort of a test of fitness, and there'd be guys ready to come on, but they wouldn't be rotated consistently. So because of where the rotations are at now, um, you get a significant advantage if you can rotate players like rapidly. Like right, right now, just to tell you what happens, like the back line has one player and, and every three to four minutes a player is coming off. So you can cycle everyone through in the 21 to 25 minute period, right? So they've got changes happening all the time. The midfield has two players, so they're just rolling players through their forward line. If you either strip them, yeah, you'd have to strip them right back um, you, you would lose the advantage or disadvantage of a concussion like this and, and it wouldn't make much of a difference on the game because you'd basically just pull a player on and, you know, but what happens here with two players going down, you've got two players less on the bench and it's a cumulative affair and then someone else gets injured and you've got one player on the bench and the other other team has four players they are just spitting through and rolling their legs through. But it's an advantage. It's, yeah. it's a significant advantage. So maybe maybe the fact we need to accept the fact that players are getting concussed and we need to, as soon as your head's hit, you're out of the game, done. No conversation, done. And we remedy the advantage around that by pulling rotations right back, and it perhaps changes the game, you know, significantly. Yeah, I don't well, think you get it over the line though. No, exactly. AFLPL kick up steam. You know, player rotations uh, and interchange, uh, most notably this year, North Melbourne lost a game, most probably because they couldn't add up correctly, right. and Sydney Swans were the beneficiaries. But yeah, uh, good point, good letters, good uh, questions, and. Uh, we appreciate your uh, feedback. Yes, if you'd like to send one in, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au or if you're watching on YouTube, just put something in the comments down below and Jaden will get through there and put the best ones in. We're done, Skeeter. Weekend coming up. Can't wait. Lots of footy. Uh, you and I at the Rugby League. Rugby I look League. forward to some of your finest work tomorrow morning uh, against uh, some notable personalities in the, uh, the little warm-up match which Sacco's organising. Have you ever been to an event you've paid to get into? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.